0: You are now entering the wrong side of the maelstrom with your hosts, Ian Clough and Jason McKendry.
1: Welcome to the inaugural episode of Wrong Side of the Maelstrom. Bum, 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 bum. Hey, Warhammer 40,000 podcast based in southern Ontario, Canada. I'm your host, Ian, and along with me is the other host, Jason. So, welcome. This is our very first episode. Yeah, no, we're yeah. fresh to this, man. I'm,
0: I'm super excited. Super, yeah. super excited. I can't wait to yeah, start talking 40K. Yeah,
1: so this is uh, going to be
0: probably a little shorter than the usual episode. I think so. We're gonna start start short first few episodes. Yep. Get into the groove of it. Get people uh, get people into it. Get people a feel of how we're in our goal things. Yeah. And then uh, maybe eventually start going a bit longer.
1: Yeah. So uh, in this episode, we're gonna start doing introductions. How we got into 40k. What armies we play. Uh, talk about games played, hobby updates. Get you
0: to know us. Yes. Yeah. Exactly.
1: <laughs> And then, uh, this episode, we're focusing on tournament prep. It's my and Jason's first tournament next weekend. We're yeah. playing a doubles tournament. So, we're going to be talking about what armies we're bringing what we're doing to prepare. And that will pretty much wrap it up.
0: I think so, yeah. We're so, just going to talk about ourselves, the armies that we play, the tournament that we're going to be playing in. Yep.
1: Yeah. So, I'm going to edit in a email and a Facebook page yeah. and stuff like that once I get it set up. And, yeah. So, uh, hope you enjoy And we'll see you on the other side of the maelstrom. We're here for the inaugural episode of Wrong Side of the Maelstrom. And before we get into hobby and games played, uh, let's do quick introductions. Uh, Do you want to start, Jason? Sure, why not? (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah.
0: Alright, so I'm Jason. I am based out of Toronto, although, as you're going to find out, I'm getting back into the game, so it's hard for me to talk about the Toronto community so much, because I haven't gotten right back into it. I've met some people, haven't gotten that many games in with the local community, but I want to, and it's going to be a learning experience for both me and you guys to learn how this Toronto community works. Yeah. Um, When did I get started? So, this is, I have a... Long interrupted experience yeah. with Warhammer because I think we started playing in I think what, we were second or well we were no, it was third beginning of third edition. Beginning of third edition where they and had we just in, brought out the set of Dark Eldar and, and Space Marines yeah. and I started playing Space Marines
1: and you started playing Dark Eldar. Well, I have a good story because I specifically remember you bringing the third edition rulebook to school and like flipping over the pictures and like, Yeah, that's my chapter. I'm playing Black Templars and which like, was so stereotypical at the time because that was the chapter that came. It's like yeah, right now yeah. being like,
0: yo, I played Dark Angels. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but, which I stick by because I think that, I still think Black Templar is an amazing oh, chapter, right? Yeah. I don't know their rules nowadays, like how it's changed over the times, but I still maybe one day would like to do it again. Re- yeah. Redo the, the Black Templar army. But uh, yeah, so I got started back when we were 11, which is the beginning of 3rd edition. And I yeah. think we played until right around the time when Tau and Necrons were just coming out,
1: which, yeah. was that still 3rd edition? Or yeah, we transition? played, uh, so we played, started in grade school, played most of the way through high school, I think, and then just as 3rd edition was wrapping up, uh, we stopped. And I picked up it up again when I met uh, my friend Vio in university, who was playing Deathwing Dark Angels at the time, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, I bought the fourth edition rulebook, and then like a month later, fifth edition came out. So I like, <laughs> Ninety <laughs> new bucks. Oh yeah, I bought it from a GW store. They couldn't have said something like. Fuck, anyway. Actually, I've heard the
0: store at Young know, and Lawrence is really good with that. Where if you buy something, and within like a month, if the new if something new comes oh, out, okay. they're really good at giving you like store credit for oh, the new good. edition that comes out because they understand the Games Workshop is bam 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 yeah, and they yeah, come back yeah. out with like new stuff just on the ball. Anyways, yeah, so I basically played third edition. Played for, I don't know, a good four or five years, I would think.
1: We were playing a lot. Yeah, and then I took... Every weekend.
0: I took probably about a 12-year break, I would think.
1: Yeah, And
0: kind of got back into it about a year ago, uh, painting a few models that I had left, that I still had around, that I just felt like painting. And then probably about four or five months ago, I decided that I want to get back into it full-time. And I remember when we... When I just stopped playing, Tau was coming out, and I was like, "Oh, that's a cool army," but I'm not really into this as much as I was before, yeah. and I kind of fell out of it. So coming back into it, I was like, oh, "I really want. to love the look of those guys." Yeah. Bought the codex for them, kind of studied them a bit more, and then went full into playing Tau. Yeah. And now I, after I finish building what I want to build, I want to do a bunch of get more, armies. build, go into other armies. Grey yeah. Knights, maybe uh, Imperial Guard, or as they are now called, Astra. Imperial Guard. No, They're IG oh. forever Purs and always. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, So yeah, those are the armies I play. I play Tower right now. I have a small orc force that I kind of just have just to have another option to play if I want to play or if I want to play like a 2,000-point game or something like yeah. that. I can combine the forces and have a good shooty assault army. Mm-hmm. And then other games... Um, not a lot of tabletop games. I'm kinda getting into Affinity. Oh I that's right, really yeah. like the good I like I love skirmish games, man. I love mm-hmm. the the small things. Even we've played a few uh kill team games and I love the idea of like like every individual model in the field just meaning so much more. And uh yeah. so I haven't gotten into that fully yet, but I'm
1: starting to get into it, so maybe we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, my name's Ian. I'm based in uh, Windsor, Ontario, but I have uh, a lot of roots in the Greater Toronto area. So I uh, drove up here for a weekend to do some hobbying with Jay before tournament next week, which we'll hear about later. Um, I got started the same time Jason did when we were kids, and I took a break for a few years after high school and then picked it up again. Just around when the 5th edition Dark Elder Codex came out, which was a great codex. I love that book.
0: So that was the codex before the one that, is that Yeah, now? so
1: there's the seventh edition and before that was the fifth edition, yeah. and then like I don't know, a hundred years before that was the third edition. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, so Dark Eldar is my first love. Still love that army, think it's solid, love the fluff, love the units, love how it plays. I think I lost every single game we played as a kid. You
0: you own that army now though,
1: man. Yeah. Like it was so yeah, because it's such a hard army to learn on, especially when you're a kid. You don't know what to do. And yeah, now, but you now, just
0: put models on the field going after. oh When I said. came back
1: in um, six ed, so I played for a little bit during 5th, and then I took another break, and then I really came back in 6th ed, just as that came out, and I discovered a club in Windsor that's uh, now called the Greater Windsor Table Warriors, I believe. We just changed the name, like, a few months ago, so, um, and I went on, like, a... Year and a half long winning streak with the <laughs> I mean, like it was brutal. Like the great advantage of that army is nobody plays. Nobody that plays, plays it, man. Yeah. It's you and
0: another guy at uh, Young and Lawrence
1: that I see Yeah, there's me and another playing. guy in Windsor who are part of the club plays it, and then there's a third guy who comes out once in Blue Moon. Mm-hmm. So people now in my local meta, like people know it a little more. But yeah, when I started, it's like. Wait, what's that? Well, how is that different from this guy? Yeah. Wait, how many shots at AP two? Like what? <laughs> the... So, that was great. Um, and then I started a Blood Angel mm-hmm. successor chapter of my own making called the Storm Guard, and that's more than like a competitive army. My own. if I if I feel like having a close game, I'll play my Dark Eldar because they're really competitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I shouldn't. They're not Eldar competitive, but they're, <laughs> they <laughs> yeah, hold their they're own. Eldar, they're pretty yeah. competitive. Yeah, um, but my I book, would
0: say for for like recreational play, just just going to a shop on a Saturday and playing, it's uh it's a real competitive army. Maybe not tournament competitive,
1: but yeah, uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. And so my Blood Angels are more of a um hobby project. So I really want to build up. Like I've got a ton of captains. I want to eventually have a captain for each company. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to have enough models to field, to, to represent a lot of different forces, like a tank-heavy list, a assault-heavy list, stuff like that. So You
0: really want to make it that big army that you have so many options to field. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Like, lots of tanks, lots of different troop types yeah. and stuff. And it's a very much like a Roman theme with like lots of helmet crests, and, like, they've all got special names like Praetor. And, uh, <laughs> no, your blood angels look
0: sick, man, especially with the... Uh... With the helmet crest. Yeah,
1: yeah. All the sergeants have helmet crests and a lot of the veterans too. So uh, that, that army is now at like 6,600 points. With, that's a lot. <laughs> that's included in every character and like assassins yeah. even, that which like I still got the models when we were younger. So uh, so yeah, Dark Eldar, about 2,500 points, so I really want to stretch it. Uh, over 6,000 Blood Angels. I have about 1,500 points of Tyranids, which I haven't really done a lot with. And... But
0: Tyranids are sick now, man, so...
1: Not with the army I have, I don't think. any... No, fires. but the,
0: the fact that you can build on it, you should build on it.
1: Yeah, a friend of mine wants to sell me, like, I don't know, 3,000 points of Tyranids at a steep discount, so... I'll do it. Get some scrap together, buy those. Um, and I also have a bunch of Guard, which I've been selling off. I sold off all the tanks for, in exchange for, like, Assault Marines and Draw Pods, which now Assault Marines aren't troops in the Blood Age Codex, which shed a tear, but thank God for unbounded. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, other games I play, a couple video games. I play a lot of uh, Edge of the Empire with my uh, roommate and a couple of other friends. It's a Star Wars role-playing game from Fantasy Flight Games. Uh, about six months ago, I got heavy in an X-Wing. and kind Which of, is a game that I want to get into as yeah. well. Yeah, uh okay, next time I'm down or next time you're, or next time I'm up, next time you're down Windsor yeah. or whatever, I can bring some stuff and I'll teach you. That no, no, just by out. the starter set, so show up
0: and... Yeah, that works
1: too. <laughs> yeah, so that game is a lot of fun. Uh, I like, I found like a good site online that serves sells them pretty cheap. So I went crazy for like two months, just yeah. like, oh yeah, all these ships, tight defender, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, although I do support, uh, I do think you should support your local shop where you play. Yeah, at, yeah. But I spent enough 40k money there, so. Other games, yes, yeah, so X-Wing, I played a little bit of Magic Gathering. I bought the Dark Heresy rulebook, but I haven't started playing that yet. That's the Warhammer RPG.
0: Yeah, but like you said, you've also um, used a little bit of Dark Heresy in
1: in your... Yeah, that's hard. right. So I bought, uh, there was a store in Windsor going out business, and I bought a Dark Heresy adventure book at like, re, like I don't know, 15% retail or something. Mm-hmm. It was like 10 bucks. And I adapted that to Edge of the Empire, which for anyone who wants to play both systems, it's really easy to do. You just reskin everything mm-hmm. and play this very dark Star Wars game, which, which is, is great like, in
0: itself because Star Wars can be like so dark. I feel like it's two great universes that you're able to interchange. Yeah, both but like, systems so well, right? Yeah, but like rarely
1: in Star Wars is is are as boring? dark as 40k. Yeah, we're like. Yeah, yeah. You know, an acolyte or a Jedi puts his hand on the table and it comes away slick with blood. (laughs) All this people are going insane and blah, blah, blah. But uh, yeah, wrap that up, that adventure up just recently. And I'm going to start a huge Jedi campaign in the Old Republic era where, like, I won't say anything in case my players are listening. But uh, I'll talk about that later on. We're going to have, like, an other game segment at the end of each show, I Mm -hmm. think so.
0: Should also mention Ian is, like, a phenomenal writer. Uh, thank
1: you. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, I don't know about phenomenal. It's all
0: phenomenal. Your campaigns that you write are are top notch.
1: Yeah. So um, we'll come back to the campaign in a bit. Let's uh talk quickly about hobby. So what we're working sure. on tonight. Keep going. Okay. So yeah, uh, I drove up to Toronto because Jason and I are playing in a doubles tournament next weekend and uh, we need to get some shit painted. <laughs> so uh, we took a break from painting to record this. Uh, I'm working on my NQB. They're the old school third edition models. So I got three NQB and a Clavex, which is a sergeant. Your, and your it, matrix NQB. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> for you old school players, the Asdrubale Vect model with the um, big Ravager style thing and his throne, need two NQB bodyguards and like these badass cloaks. So I'm using one of those models as my um, Clavex, like the sergeant, and he's he's like. Morpheus. With it. Yeah, I said Orpheus earlier, didn't I? It did was, you? Uh, Yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> he's like Morpheus with a ter- Tormentor Helm and a Punisher Glaive. Yeah, he looks badass. You know. My army is mostly red and purple, so these guys are going to have red armor, do some purple on the cloak, and then uh, white plates to make him stand out, and white anywhere else in the army. Yeah, And then I'm going to work on my Archon, who's the fifth edition archon model, but his uh, sword's kind of held upwards, and he's got a splinter pistol instead. And um, uh, a cabled warrior head with like a crest on the back. I guess I'm in a the crest theme. I'm gonna have like a lot of purple on there, and his um, he's kind of got like an animal pelt on his shoulders. I'm gonna mm-hmm. do that like a gray white to kind of tie him in with the Inquisitor and stand out from the rest of the army. Jay, what do you what do you got in front of us right here?
0: I am well. I finished off a lot of Fire Warriors. Not all the fine details that I like to do. I really yeah. like to go for that like full golden demon. Yeah, that was I one really of the things that pulled me back into the game. Was like now I'm so into painting. Yeah, so into making oh, yeah, my models yeah, yeah. look like as nice as I can make them. When I used to read White Dwarf and see like how nice all these games works so on models were, and then I would look at mine and be like, "Oh, this is nothing compared to it, right?" <laughs> it's garbage. Like, this is garbage. Why am I playing this game? <laughs> um, so now I. I'd like to think my models look pretty nice.
1: Oh, yours are some of the best I've seen. Like the um, detail. But they take
0: me a long time to do, which is yeah. why we're actually doing this weekend. I made him come, <laughs> come up to Toronto to push me into painting more. Yeah. Um, so I finished off uh, the rest of my unit of Fire Warriors. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm basing the rest of the crew that I have. Because I have crew left over from, I think I just got a unit of crew back in the day when they first came out because
1: you started after Black Templar you started a speed freak army and they just released rules for crude mercenaries that's right yeah 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 yeah.
0: so that's why I had them lying around so now that they're actually part of the Tao Empire yeah
1: it works
0: (laughs) especially since we're playing in a Highlander tournament where you're only allowed one of each unit type
1: yeah so troops you you can get more if you have all the troops if you have all the troops so so to conform
0: to have two units of six fire warriors I have to have a unit of crude in there to fulfill both um both tube choices. Yeah. Um. So I will have a unit of ten. Actually, I think I'm taking twelve crew with yeah. step rounds. But uh, so I got to get those painted, and I have an ethereal I'm working on, and some pathfinders I'm working on, and a bunch of other stuff. That yeah. So you <laughs> that got in the next week or so. I got a crisis suit, my commander that I got to do. I bought a Riptide that I just built this week. Mm-hmm. Magnetized. So as magnetized well. as well. I like to magnetize all my models. Yeah. And uh, as everyone showed, it doesn't take that long to do magnetize your stuff, yeah. man. Look, it's so awesome when you can change. Yeah. weapons. well, I've got a
1: shadow sword as part of my um, storm guard, my space marine army. That's like blinged out with space marine stuff. It mm-hmm. I don't think I showed you actually. When I don't think down. i it, Okay, well, maybe I'll bring it up next weekend. Mm-hmm. But it's fully magnetized. Any shadow sword or storm lord variant, I can do with that kit. Yeah, it's so yeah. so great when you magnetize your stuff. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, and I got a Hammerhead, although we're not sure if I'm running a Hammerhead or a Skyray yet. Yeah. But it is magnetized so I can switch it up. And uh, I got to try and get that done, too. <laughs> yeah. So lots of painting for me to do in the next oh, week. Yeah. I got to be very busy. Yeah, I gotta we're, work, work and paint. Work and
1: yeah. paint. Just constantly switching <laughs> back and forth. Yeah. I don't know if there's much to do because I've had this Dark Army going for a while now. Mm-hmm. But I've been slowly swapping out all the units with the new models yeah. from my old army. So.
0: But I love what that one guy did. Uh, he mixes the old units, the old models, with it's the true. new models, so I don't know. The the unit itself has such an interesting mix. It looks yeah. so interesting, right?
1: Yeah. It's actually not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah, because I got some unbuilt uh, warriors I can mix in. I will think about that. <laughs> <laughs> cool, let's move on to uh, games played. Okay, so I've got uh, technically four games, going to have them two, so I'll talk about mine, then you can talk about yours, and I'll yeah. talk, come back. Cool. So, last Sunday, well, this is going to be released in like two or three weeks, so, uh, on a Sunday in August, (laughs) uh, we've got a campaign going at my local group that I'm running, it's called Hunt for the World Thief. Um, Essentially, the bad guys stole a planet, and the Imperials, caught with their pants down, have launched a crusade to reclaim it, and I'm playing Dark Eldar, and I was playing an Eldar guy who's with the uh, Crusade of Redemption side. And I, this was only the first, maybe the second time I played Eldar with their new codex, and holy god, Scatterbikes are broken. (laughs) No, it was the second time. The first game was like a bloodbath, because I started like six inches from the enemy, so... So you just shot him in the first game? No, I still lost. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, apparently a solitaire can't stand up to a wraith knight, who knew? Um... Yeah, so uh, I played the guy, his name is a Stop Calling Me Chief on the forums, great guy, great opponent, very good player with a very good codec, so uh, we managed to get two games in, and we were doing a modified kill points game where he gets more points if he slays my warlord, and I get an extra, extra points if he's alive at the end of the game, mm-hmm. and... Um, I found Dark Eldar, I play more assault based armies, and I really need to go for it with the Dark Eldar. Game. Yeah, if you're not
0: getting there within the second on, turn. Well, on my
1: first turn, if my transports aren't in your face, yeah. I probably lost the game. Yeah, yeah. And I I um hesitated in the first game, and I choked, and I got killed. Yeah. So the second game, I didn't make the same mistake. All my transports right up into space, Reaver jet bikes... Um, and he just, like, shot me to hell. (laughs) In, like, a single turn, my whole attack force was devastated. Although I should mention we were playing with uh, environmental effects, environmental effects, and uh, one of them that we were using was, like, radiation across the board. So at the end of every turn, um, units without an invulnerable save... Or units in open-top transport, which are all... All of the yeah. units, yeah. <laughs> uh, had to take a toughness test or suffer D3 wounds with no saves allowed. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, like, my jet, my squad of five Reavers lost three guys and, like, some Incubi... Like, three Incubi... Is so at guys. the start of the turn
0: or the end of the... That's game? at the end of each
1: player turn. So, he rolled... Did you go first or did he go first? I think I went first. So, like, I lost units and then he opened up on me. Yeah, I guess even if you...
0: Like, disembarked your units, they would still take...
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, they're, yeah they're, regardless oh, they, they were scared. in or out of the... Yeah. Uh, so, like, my Scourges were fine, because they got, like, a six-up invol and my Lord was fine. These guys two up Shadowfield, mm-hmm. like, represent... But everyone else, yeah. Oh, yeah, God sure. yeah, Solitaire yeah. was fine, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. um, and He had, like... He had three units scatter Scatterbikes and two Farseers. So the Farseers were fine, but the Scatterbikes... Uh, he didn't fail, man. Like that, it didn't really come into play except my first turn. I lost a ton of stuff, yeah. and the rest of the game, like one or two guys here. I think even a unit scatterbikes got pretty badly hit with it, but it didn't end up affecting the game. Oh, you
0: wrote the campaign. Your fault. Next. Yeah. Good <laughs> <laughs> right. Jay, go. All right. So uh, I think it was two weeks ago we played a doubles
1: game. Yeah, you came down to Windsor with Elton. Yeah, with Ooh, our buddy. Used to play back when we were kids. And he played
0: Chaos back in the day. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And um, so, you know, he was interested now that I got back in the game, he was interested in, you know, playing another game. Yeah. Because I've been talking about it nonstop. Yeah. And uh, he decided he was gonna end up using the uh, the extra orcs that I had. Mm-hmm. So we played Town Orcs. Versus, uh, I was using Blood Angels. Yeah, you were using My Blood friend Vio
1: was actually Vio and I both were running Unbound, and Vio ran. He
0: ran Unbound but,
1: Demons. Yeah, so he ran I think four monstrous creatures, and that was yeah. his whole army. Yeah, at a thousand um, points a player. Yeah, and so, you, you ran, you ran uh, Blood Angels with a Death Star unit. Yeah, so I had a Salt Terminators, Thunderhams, Storm Shields, a uh, Terminator Captain, Lightning Claw, Chain Fist, and a Sanguinary Priest, in, all in one unit. And then my Solitaire, because I just finished painting them, and, like, a 10-man assault squad, uh, like, a min like death like, five-death company, no upgrades, and a drop pod and five scouts. Mm-hmm. That was my army.
0: And, uh, it was fun. We had a good time. Yeah. It was a long game,
1: because demons... Oh, yeah, the start for demons, where, he, oh, where um, Vio where uh, has to roll everything. Yeah, he had to
0: roll everything. It took a long time to set up. Yeah. But the terrain is awesome, man. You have a... Amazing table at your place. Amazing, amazing. Who Thank makes you. that? The yeah, one so one? that's...
1: Uh, I bought the Secret Weapon Miniatures tablescape have the Ruined City, which... Um,
0: just phenomenal, man. Piecing yeah. it together it takes a little bit of time to piece it together, but once you get that table together... Yeah, you know, what, when you
1: set up, because it's all one foot by one foot tiles, so it's like 24 tiles you got to yep. clip together. But that thing I just painted with Canadian Tire House paint, mostly dry brushing, and it looks great. And it looks like
0: anything you'd play at a... His yes, I mean, workshop store.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. And. Uh, and yeah. So, and uh, my homemade t- train is garbage. Uh,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it uh, fun game. Yeah. Uh, we held our own for a turn or two, but uh, eventually that Death Star just ate through yeah. a horde of orcs, <laughs> and the demons were just too much for
1: uh, okay for so, my small thousand so, points. Yeah, that I have. So <laughs> in. A game against okay, so if I went to my club and I brought that list, mm-hmm. I would get destroyed. Because yeah. no player in the right mind would charge uh some like two small squads of orcs in a yeah. Death Star. And in hindsight, playing Elton who hasn't played in over a decade, playing orcs and just like yeah, go for it. Let's yeah, run like Yeah, <laughs> like why I brought that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it was it.
0: fun though, yeah. and it was a great learning experience. And that's how I like playing games. Is I wanna, I wanna continually. I don't want to research, research, research and figure out how to fight every army. I wanna play games and learn as I go. Yeah. So now I know that when you face something like that, you can't just run. You no, know, it was like three units of orcs that he pushed in at you.
1: Uh, two okay, ten There's man two. burnas got in, but terminator armor so AP3 didn't matter. Yeah. And then, um, ten chopper boys with a claw on the knob, and the other unit didn't make it in, and then the solitaire took them out. Yeah, or they idea. fell back or something. But that first round of combat, there was two units of orcs, and they just got demolished. didn't. I
0: don't think, I think maybe they killed one guy. Yeah, and uh, no, great learning experience, and the demons, too. Unfortunately, my uh, he used cover really, really well. I didn't have yeah. any line of sight to any, because I was going to yeah. definitely take out some of the demons with my with my towel, and uh, well, I just didn't have line of sight to any of his guys. Yeah, well, I've got that big, We were able to kill one, I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah, and you killed him early, too. Yeah, yeah. But then and, uh, they got bad. into combat and just ate yeah. stuff. Yeah, because I've got that big cathedral piece, and Vio was, like, making good use of it. Yeah. yeah. Although, t- to be fair, we kind of buggered it up, because Vio kept using this Solaneshi... Pinning psychic power and he kept pinning my assaults. Also, that. Uh, a rope.
0: What's it called when, when you're fielding demons? The Warp Storm? Oh, the, the Warp Storm table, and yeah. And that just absolutely. Yeah, because you my lost, guys. I lost a lot of guys. You lost it, those, I think my Ethereal actually fell back.
1: Yeah, you lost it. Because of. Squad of Fire Wars and Ethereal ran off the table because of that. Because of that yeah. thing, yeah. Which again, something we probably shouldn't bother using for like essentially a learning game. Right? Yeah. No, it's still a fun game. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, it was affecting me too, but in heavy armor, like I didn't lose very much. Really? So. Your next game? Yeah. So uh, a few days ago, I played another campaign game against uh, the guy's name on the forum is De Great he Wa. He's one of the younger players in the club, and he was playing Space Wolves. We did two games at fifteen hundred. I ran like a trim down. Eldar list, like, 50, like my usual list, but lower. Um, so, like, Witches and a Raider, Incubi with an Archon, a Talos, uh, some Warriors, um, something... Oh, two Ravagers with Disintegrators, and the Solitaire. I think that's, that, that's roughly it. So, mostly, mostly Assault with some Shooting Reaver jet bikes in there as well. And the first game was very bloody. We kind of ran each other. It turns out uh, Murder Fang, the Space Wolf Dreadnought, is like a beast.
0: Yeah, I really want to play against uh, Space Wolves. Yeah. I'm really they're... They weren't... Uh, obviously, when I used to play, there were all these different chapters of Space Marines, but they didn't have the codexes like they do now.
1: So individual,
0: yeah. and I'm really interested in playing against yeah. Space Wolves.
1: With Space Wolves especially, because they don't every unit in that is different yeah. and not just a different name but like different stats mm-hmm. and stuff and different loadouts different squad sizes so he was running a lot of gray hunter units which probably could have ran a better list because he had like six man gray hunter units with no upgrades which didn't really make a lot of sense. And what's a what's
0: a grand
1: So yeah, okay. Anyone who doesn't know, gray hunters like essentially equivalent to tactical marine but with extra special rules. Okay. So they have counterattack. They can take oh, okay. a bolter and a pistol and close combat weapons. Yeah, they yeah. get lots of attacks. Oh wow! Charged. A bolter and a yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they um, so like what a lot of good space wolf players do. They'll drop on in gray hunters shoot with like some melty guns or plasma and lots of bolters. And then if you counterattack them, so they've already unleashed rapid fire hell, mm-hmm. and then you charge them, and they Overwatch with that rapid fire hell, yeah. and then they get then counterattack, the counter-attack so they get an extra attack. And yeah. So you're looking at three attacks a model. Yeah, uh, really cool. When you charge them. Yeah. When you're
0: charging them. Yeah. So <laughs>
1: unfortunately, uh, my opponent didn't do that. Um, like we, a lot of stuff died that game. Like, very little was left on the table. We played it out pretty late. And it was the same modified uh, kill point mission I played against the Eldar. And I managed to pull out victory. Uh, I managed to mobilize Murder Fang after he destroyed my Reavers, which was good. And I kind of just took things apart. In a previous mm-hmm. game, I played this guy. His Wolf Lord with two Lightning Claws, or whatever the Wolf equivalent is, had this armor where, it was in a challenge, his opponent's minus five initiative. Well, you told me on this guy. Yeah, before, so. Yeah. You know, which is like your, your huge advantage. Oh, it, I was so angry because I'm like, that is bullshit. And it's like <laughs> 35 points for that ability, plus 2 up save, plus 4 up invulner. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I challenged him with the Solitaire, which is initiative 10. So they're going at the same time, and the Solitaire's got like rending and some AP2. Yeah, that I, Solitaire model's really good. Thank you, yeah. I'm going with the, uh, I think it's the Fallen Stars mask, which is all like black and white. Mm-hmm. So something easier to paint than checkered because I cannot do that Uh, so the second game we did a mission called Supply Drop all the missions from uh, this campaign are out of the Altar of War book compendium that GW released last edition so this is um, an objectives mission where there's three objectives and they drop in at the beginning of the second third and fourth turns and you randomize which table squadron uh, section they're in then you scatter them that's cool yeah, no, it's a actually it's a towel mission out of that book. It's a lot Is of it, fun. Yeah? yeah, right on. So I'll show it to you afterwards with cool. the compendium here. Yeah, um, and yeah, so my opponent changed up his list. He brought three Death Stars. He brought <laughs> fourteen Blood Claws and a Land Raider Crusader with two characters. He had Wolfguard with jump packs with like another character or two. And then he had Logan Grimnar in his Santa Claus sled. <laughs> I've it. seen that one. Yeah, so he didn't have the actual model. It was but, you know, whatever it's friendly campaign, proxies or yeah. whatever, I don't care. Um. So, first turn, I immobilized the Land Raider, which is at his board edge. Oh, okay, yeah. And for the rest of the game, his guys get out, and my two Ravagers squad squad, oh man. just eat his squad. Yeah, yeah, like I didn't like... end up charging them, I don't <laughs> think. And then I hit the Wolfguard with the reavers so they got a lot all their hammer of wrath and the solitaire and that pretty much did them in and then i kind of screwed up because i like wasn't paying attention. we were kind of trying to play fast we were running out of time mm-hmm. and i wasn't paying super close tension because i'm like oh i got this whatever so i had my two venoms on the side yeah it was something else to Trueborn with blasters and a venom mm-hmm. with my Incubi and Lord and a venom and they were on one flank and local Grimnar managed to charge them and kill the things. Mm-hmm. Um, so my Lord managed to wound Grimnar a couple times but then he bit it and the Incubi managed to finish him off.
0: Is Grimnar the one that you're allowed to choose whether you hit the character or the the chariot, Santa yeah. Claus? Yeah. Santa? yeah. <laughs> and
1: the Chariot has like has four wolf attacks at strength five yeah, yeah, as well. Yeah. And he can either hit as a essentially as a Relic Blade or a Power Fist. Mm-hmm. So like plus two strength AP3 mm-hmm. or double strength AP2. Yeah. Striking last, but Incubating Lords, Dark Eldar, fast. Yeah, Not, <laughs> not striking first. So um, yeah, and that game ended pretty... That was the highlights and that was mm-hmm. it. Like I didn't even hold the objectives. I think the Talos might have killed some Wolfguard too. Or it might not have been made in combat because it's so slow. Right mm, not? Yeah, so that was good because uh, I chalked up some victories for my team after uh, Stop Calling Chief beat me the hell with the scatter lasers. <laughs> been, unfortunately for this campaign, there's been really low participation over the summer. Uh, this is the second one I've ran. The other one, a lot more participation. So I'm gonna see. I'm trying to schedule an apocalypse game, but it's hard to do at the store because like. They have so many other gaming events like Magic. Yeah, it's a busy store for the size yeah, of so when you, the you Yeah, so when you came in, we went on a Saturday and it was like jam-packed. Jam-packed. and that's like one table of 40 That's Oh, they had two I think, but like yeah. but it's like every Saturday and Sunday yeah, it's like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I'm talking to the owner and I'm like, well, what about this day? It's like, Board game starts at 5.30, you, we can't have. Like, it's almost like you would
0: have to organize him to do, like, an after-hours event, almost, or something like that. Yeah, which he's not going to do. You guys rented a hall last time, didn't you, or something like that? No, we.
1: I was going to do that because I booked the store, and uh, a magic event came up, and he said, like, oh, can we move to the Sunday? But yeah. at that point, like, people booked it off work and yeah, stuff, and yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll rent a hall before yeah. changing the date. Like, yeah. And so he ended up saying, like, no, it's fine. But that might have to be an option. I mean, if we get enough players, everyone pitches it for like five, ten bucks. It's not too bad. That's too
0: And to, pay, to play an apocalypse game for five, ten bucks?
1: Yeah, for sure. Hands down to do it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't want to run these events free and stuff. Like, well, you want
0: to, but I mean. Yeah, if it
1: means must. Yeah. So. Uh, and I, f- I mean, help. for the hobby that
0: we're in, for five ten dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: right. But also, it's Windsor, Ontario, where dreams go to die. So, like, <laughs> the number of abandoned buildings—we really need to. Well, and you, say,
0: and you say that the you had like kind of a a low turnout for the campaign. I mean, there's no reason why you can't. Run that campaign ever again in Toronto, right? I'm sure. Oh, yeah, sure like Toronto, all of you get a huge turnout here. Like, you, well, you were here when I was working on the campaign. It's an amazing booklet. campaign, man. Yeah, campaign. so like it's. The writing for it from the Phenomenal Man, the campaign booklet,
1: Phenomenal. Yeah, like it's all done. Like, yeah, it, yeah if anyone wants it, um, I'll throw up the email at the end of the show. But that's. Let me know and send you the material. As long as you the Alter War Compendium, you can run it. Mm-hmm. Right now? Uh, with a few minor modifications for each mission. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, we'll take a short break and we'll come back and talk about tournament prep. You're listening to The Wrong Side of the Maelstrom. So, we're back with The Wrong Side of the Maelstrom. Uh, Jason, why don't you start our next quick segment. Our next quick segment,
0: we are doing Warhammer and whiskey.
1: Yeah.
0: Every week, we're going to be drinking a new whiskey. A new yeah. brand of whiskey or maybe not brand but a new variety of whiskey. Yeah, yeah. A new bottle of whiskey. <laughs> so, um, tonight or today, yeah. we are going to be drinking Collingwood whiskey. Now, this is out of Collingwood, Ontario. It's today's nice yeah. local whiskey. Yeah, that's um, true. It's strange. I was given this bottle of whiskey by my aunt and, uh, I know, and I when I first saw it, I was like, Collingwood Whiskey, this is because she lives in Collingwood, I was like, it's so garbage, this is going to be shit, right? <laughs> and I just kind of like tucked it away in my liquor yeah, bottle, yeah. Right? right in the back there, I never really opened it. It's kind
1: of, the bottle, I'm not going to, the bottle looks like shit. When you look at this whiskey, yeah, it, it doesn't look good. It looks like the kind, it, ah, what's the word? It looks like... Um, a joke whiskey. Yeah, like it's, a, it's a like thin rectangular bottle with a big. Cap it almost looks like a lighter, like a Zippo. Yeah, that's a good. It's a giant <laughs> Zippo. That's yeah. the bottle.
0: Um, but what I didn't notice, and you cracked this bottle open uh, about two months ago. Yeah, and drank a little bit of it. Yeah, that. so I
1: was in Toronto doing a placement for school, and uh, Jay and I drank heavily that month, and uh, we were out of beer one night, so. But you had some Coke in the fridge, so like I mixed a rye and Coke with Jay's Collingwood Whiskey.
0: And only after he went back to Windsor, and I didn't have any alcohol in the house, because we're obviously both Canadian and belligerent drunks, uh, I only noticed that the bottle of whiskey was a 21-year-old rye. <laughs> and he had been
1: mixing this fine whiskey with coke <laughs> to be fair now I'm drinking it straight it is really good it is it's very yeah. smooth yeah. very very smooth nice warmth to it yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not a big hard liquor drinker mostly uh, beer but yeah I enjoy that
0: yeah no um, I like it too it um it's very smooth it, you can tell that it it's 21 year, your Yeah. Life. it has no yeah. kick to it at all man there's no there's no bite to this it has a
1: nice flavor yeah um, yeah, yeah man I'd yeah. recommend it. If you can, try it not out. It goes I great with taking out a Riptide. And, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no one's taking out my Riptide. <laughs> uh, remember, it's not floor hammer unless you're falling down drunk. There, yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so, uh, next weekend, Jay and I are doing a doubles tournament in, at the store Planet X Mississauga. The
0: Mississauga. I haven't been there before, but I'm really excited. Yeah, I'm Yeah. Really, so really
1: it's uh, 1,000 points a player. Uh, I'm bringing Dark Elder, and you're bringing... I'm bringing my towel.
0: Yeah. We have to mention that it is... I think we mentioned this before. It is a... Uh, Highlander. Highlander so, format.
1: Yeah. Uh, the joke about Highlander is there can only be one. <laughs> so every unit is zero one one restricted unless... Unique, right? Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, it's unique unless it's a troop, and you've brought all the troops available, and you can bring more. Which is amazing for both
0: of our armies. Yeah. We, we both only have two, two troop troops. choices. Yeah. Which, uh, I don't think it really matters because I'm only
1: bringing two troop choices yeah, anyway. Maybe, well.
0: maybe maybe I might split my fire warriors into two squads, we'll see. Yeah, unless
1: I decide to go buy some witches tomorrow. Although I can't have a second transport because it, well uh, we, haven't mis- uh, we haven't figured that out. Yeah, right we're now. gonna call them tomorrow and conf- confirm some dedicated transport. Yeah. Highlander rules. But an extra squad of witches would be really good because mm-hmm. you're going full close combat. Yeah. Even just five witches and a venom. It would be good. Yeah. Okay, we need to relook this. Because <laughs> I was going to run. Yeah, so depending on how many transports I can take, because I was going to run racks and a venom, but I already got my InkyBean in and a venom, so. I don't know if I need to have two dedicated troop transports to unlock being able to have a third, which is how I was reading the rules tonight. In which case, I would need to take a troop unit with a venom to get a, a third transport vehicle, one mm-hmm. way or the other. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, I was going to run Racks and Venom because they're painted. Even though I think witches are a better unit. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, um, but those Racks are. I love the paint job. They're like oh, they're, your Racks are like, like the Racks look amazing. Yeah, like, they are uh, conversions. Well, fuck the Racks. I want the witches. Converted from Empire Flagellants because I was cheap and didn't want to spend a ton of money on a troop unit at the time. No, they look really really cool. Yeah, although I think it ended up costing me close to ninety bucks, anyways. That's um, nah, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, no, it looked good. So that's the tournament format. Three rounds all in one day. To be uh, a long name, and it goes from 10 o'clock to 7 o'clock. Yeah, that's fine. Coffee. That's That'd all you need. A- Maybe uh, some... T- no, no beer and whiskey. <laughs> I couldn't say that. <laughs> six pack in the parking lot that's at it. lunchtime. <laughs> um, there's points for like bringing all your own dice and templates and uh, rules. Yeah, I
0: think you get a point for... Uh, like. A- a tournament point for having a fully painted army.
1: Yes, Which is One of the things which is is why we're working we're doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Every point
0: counts, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Because uh, neither Jay or I are the—I mean—we're not bad players, but we're definitely not tournament players.
0: No, this is actually the first tournament I've ever played in, yep, and it's actually—I haven't even in the four months that I've been playing, I haven't gotten that many games, and so this is a good—it's uh, a good experience, man. Yeah, throwing me in there. We're just... getting three in next weekend. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm excited, man.
1: Yeah, so, uh, Jay, why don't you go over your army list? My army list? Okay, so I am rocking.
0: I believe the army list that I'm going to do, I have two set up right now that I still have to figure out which one I'm going to go with. Okay. Next weekend? Yeah. I think the one that I'm going to go with is the one with the Skyray instead of the uh, Hammerhead. Hammer that
1: can't hit the broadside of a talus. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I,
0: I have horrible, horrible um, Hammerhead rolling. I yeah. cannot roll a three for the life of me, which is why in my Hammerhead list I took long strike just so I can get
1: that two. Okay, instead of the three. So for some context, a few months ago, Jay and I were playing a one-on-one on one thousand points, and my Talus was holding an objective for... Three turns steady, yeah, and it took three rounds of shooting. and I was making feel no pain rolls like the Roudonelle style,
0: but I couldn't even hit with my hammerhead. No, the hammerhead did thing. not hit
1: for three turns in a row, but it's
0: not even that, it wasn't even that game. It's every game that I play, yeah. I cannot seem to roll that one yeah, shot, yeah, even with in winter, I, like it wasn't happening. I mean, granted, I would be taking that hammerhead with the submunition rounds more so for in case we face any like horde type armies, yeah, like yeah, in case we're playing a tyranny. Orcs, Imperial Guard, anything yeah. like that, right? So I could demolish the squad in one yeah. shot. Much like I've done to your Witches multiple times. Yes. Um.
1: <laughs> A 4-up dodge save doesn't help against sub munitions. So. Yeah.
0: Um, however, I believe the army list that I'm going to be taking for this game is going to consist of... Ethereal? I'm going to be taking an Ethereal. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be taking Commander... With the command and control node. So, we roll to hits. I like to take um, a marker drone squadron. Mm-hmm. Six marker drones with the commander. Yeah. With a drone controller. Yeah. So, basically, you're getting six marker drones, rolling on twos, re-rolling to hits. Yep. You're getting six marker lights on whatever target you want. Yeah. Every single turn. It's a lot of points. It ends up being... Um, I have 123 and 84. It ends up being... Basically 200. 200 points for a guaranteed six marker drone hits.
1: Yeah, that's not bad. It's
0: also a tough nut to crack for that Slay the Warlord victory point. Yes, because I keep them in the back. They have that long 30-inch range. Yeah. Right? They have that 30-inch range. And with the jetpack move as well, you can. You have to remember. Mm-hmm. Right? So you're able to jump them forward a little bit. Get those marker lights with what you need. So something like the Riptide or the Crisis Suits are yeah. going to be able to provide the heavy fire. Yeah. And then jump them back afterwards. Yeah. I make him my Warlord, not the Ethereal. So, just in hopes that I get that. I think it's a 3 or a 4 on the Warlord trait. So you get the 3d6. Oh, jump move? Jump move oh, instead. God. So he's able to really, hopefully, get behind that cover yeah, on the next turn. Jump him outside. out, get him yeah. right behind, right again. Um, I'm taking a squadron of Fire Warriors, 12 Fire Warriors. I might split them up into two, because with the Highlander rules, how I understand them at least, I do mm-hmm. have a squadron of Kroot. With the sniper yeah, so rounds. you'll you'll be able to run two fires. So I should be able to run them to six units, which I don't know. I like in case you want to fire at two separate units. You're yeah, that's to, true. Right, if you want to fire them at the same
1: unit, that's okay. Honestly, the ethereal will be with one of them. Yeah, and with supporting fire, like it doesn't diminish their effectiveness if they get charged. Yeah, exactly. So.
0: Uh, the crew squad with sniper rounds, yeah. I find them really good against uh, monstrous creatures and stuff. The sniper oh, rounds, yeah. but, uh, they wounds on they wound on fours. Regardless, sixes yeah, on rending, rending yeah. is rending, right? Um, I'm taking a Riptide with a Velocity Tracker and the Early Warning Override. So what do they Anti-air. Um, I believe the Early Warning Override interceptor is interceptor. Okay. So any draw pods, anything like that yeah. coming in, should be able to handle. Um, velocity Tracker, Skyfire. Yeah. If we end up against any flyers, which I assume in a tournament format, you're gonna end up playing Probably, against people yeah. with flyers, right? Yeah. Um, and I have a crisis suit team, uh, just two crisis suits. I am still building my army slowly, just so yeah, the audience Yeah, this knows. is based on what you have, no? yeah. like out of the 3,000 I basically, point yeah, I bought the uh, starter set, the battle force. Yep. And I use uh, the three-man crisis squad that came out of that. I use one of them as my commander, mm-hmm. so I have two crisis suits left over. Um, using both those. I have uh, fusion blasters, uh, missile pods, and missile pods mainly for the, the length. I could what's take the range on him? 36, I believe. Okay. I believe it's 36 in range. Um, you could take the, the Plasma Rifle, I believe. Yeah, the okay. strength is better, but it's a shorter distance. It's 24 instead of 36. Wait, what's mean? the Missile
1: pod strength, then?
0: Five? Uh, five Fire on Oh, array. okay. No, I might be
1: wrong. I might be completely wrong. Just lying to our listeners, right? That's it. First I'm, episode. No, no, sorry. Missile Pod is strength seven. Okay. But yeah, it's that's... AP four. Yeah, well, the Plasma right. is strength six. Yeah, two. but
0: it's the distance on it, right? Um, it is 36, then? It is 36 inches. Okay. Um, but they also have... Um, I gave them Skyfire as well. Yeah. So they're able to also be anti-air. Yeah, because
1: I'm bringing... Because you're straight close combat, so yeah. I'm all anti-air. Unless I end up bringing that Razor Wing, but... Yeah, well, will
0: yeah. And then I have a Pathfinder team, but I'm going four-man with all rail
1: rifles. Yeah. So or three and
0: one three rail rifles and one uh, one commander in there, and then I'm rocking the uh, Skyray missile defense gunship, mm-hmm. which also is anti-air, but also has the strength eight secret yeah, so missiles that it has anti-tank. So and it's also two extra marker lights in there as well. Yep. If I decide that I don't want to use them for the Skyray, yep. you can use them for anything else because all I have in that list is the two. Well, oh, no, I have the six man marker drones in there as well.
1: Yeah, that, that's your main marker light unit. Yeah. Which I guess at a thousand points, you don't need a whole lot of them. Marker lights, I mean. You don't need a whole
0: lot of marker lights. I mean,
1: basically, you're going to be using them for if you want to take out anything. The, the yeah. big units. Yeah, at 1850, I think people generally run two units, but mm-hmm. uh, there's a guy in my club um, who's, I think he's like a multiple national championship. Oh, and really? He runs... Uh, Farsight Enclave with like multiple Of I course mean, he does. I know you hate Farsight I but. hate the Farsight Enclave uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very traditional tower player very traditional Loyalist On va to the end <laughs> <laughs> uh, So he runs like just crap tons of battle suits but um, he also runs like the quote unquote buff mander with a bunch of marker drums yeah. to very good effect Yeah And you are running I am running uh, a Lord he's about a thousand points and that's a no, sorry. <laughs> so it's Dark, model. <laughs> Dark Archon. Uh, yeah, my roll one is dead, so no. <laughs> with uh, Shadowfield, uh, Dijon Blade, which is AP3, gets two attacks, plus he gets another attack with the pistol. Um, Soul Trap, so in challenges it gets better the more he the more damage he does. And... Uh, Shadowfield, so he's got the two-up involved, but if I fail that, he's as good as dead. Uh, with him... Four Incubi, one of them upgraded to Clavex in a Venom, and then uh, five Calibai Warriors, just straight up, no upgrades, and then ten Witches and a Raider, kitted out to the teeth with uh, Agonizer and Witch Weapons. Uh, six Reavers with two Cluster Caltrops and two Heat Lances. I just got the one more Reaver to come in. i got to paint that up really quick. Mm-hmm. And then a Talus with Splinter Rifles, and I uh, gave him Shred. Mm-hmm. And I think... And then, so, depending on what the rules are, I mean, they're going to bring five Racks in a Venom, or five Witches in a Venom, or a Razor wing Jet Fighter with Dark Lances to be help out with anti-air, mm-hmm. do some anti-tank, and drop some big pie plates.
0: Now, I want to go back and talk about um, your Reavers. Because I haven't seen the way that you're playing or running them before with the two hammer Wraths, the
1: D6 okay. hammer yeah. Wraths Yeah, so, you have. Reavers... Um, got a huge nerf in my opinion. Anyway, they're still good but they're, um, so the way I... Explain the nerf that you... Okay, so Reavers used to fly over a unit and do damage. Mm -hmm. Now, instead of that cool, unique, special rule, they get an improved Hammer of Wrath Mm -hmm. which isn't as good because they don't get as many attacks. It used to be D3 per model. Now it's just one per model. Um, you need to be in close combat. You need to charge in close combat to use them so you gotta eat Overwatch to do that Mm -hmm. and... Uh, Reavers used to be a linchpin of my army because what I would do first turn, uh, move them 12, turbo boost another 36 because they're outdoor jet bikes, and fly over unit and slash them. And even if it didn't do a lot of damage, mm-hmm. it's I'm rolling a lot of the dice, first turn, and suddenly I got this Reaver unit in the back lines of my enemy with an anti tank weapon. And you've already
0: attacked them by flying through them. They're
1: distracted by it. Yeah, so like... Most opponents, especially if they don't know Dark Eldar, turn at least half their army to wipe out these reavers. Mm-hmm. They've got a three-up jink with skilled rider, very hard to kill without template weapons or ignores cover. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the real hard hitters of my unit on my army, Talus, uh, which is incubi, are moving up the field unhindered. Mm-hmm. Now I still run them in the back of the army, but they don't do damage first turn. I need to charge them in, and they only have toughness 4, 5-up save, so they overwatch can really hurt, even just one or two hits reduces mm-hmm. the efficiency a lot. So, and then Hammer of Wrath at strength 4, rending, and Cluster Cow Drops is an upgrade, one per every third model. Mm-hmm. D6, strength 6, rending, Hammer of Wrath. No, I like that. But yeah, but I can only have... Two of them. Yeah, so, so in a squad of 6, I have yeah. two. And then the Heat Lances, which are like these Melt-A-Lance craziness, mm-hmm. Just in case there's a tank, or I can get a pot shot after. They're usually going to be drinking, so it's not going to be a big deal. But yeah, so they're not a bad unit. They have three attacks each on the charge. They have combat drugs. They get a boost, whatever I roll. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just they do not. I've noticed they do not work as well as they used to. Mm-hmm. So that's a real shame. And I still have the old jet bike models with all the spikes on. Them. I really love those. Yeah, those are cool models. Right? Yeah, they're the only unit really. Out of the new Elder or Dark Elder line that I still like, or out of the old Dark Elder line. So you like, would
0: still prefer the to, to field instead of new yeah, ones, yeah. Like the Incub
1: I don't mind. I still like the new ones better, but I'm not going to drop 50 bucks when i have still got like a good solid. Yeah, yeah, time, so. I like the
0: old inkb, man. I
1: really like them. I, I like them too. I like the new ones better, but like the old ones are great. Especially, I got the guy with the cloak. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's my list right now. Essentially, I think for strategy, Jay is going to sit and shoot things. General
0: Tau firing. Yeah, and I'm
1: going to (laughs) stay out of range because we're going to be desperate allies. So we need to make sure we're not close enough so we're Mm -hmm. not freaking out our troops. And I'm just going to haul ass in. I'm thinking of taking a ether sails, which is something I have done. It's an upgrade for raiders where they an extra six inches when moving flat out. It's not bad. Yeah, so I've been moving. Getting close with, on that first turn. Yeah, so that's like thirty six inches in a turn.
0: No, I don't know. Are we playing with tactical objectives?
1: I don't no, know. I, I, haven't I haven't looked at them. I haven't. Have it no said to different. bring the tactical objectives. I, I it did say to bring the tactical objectives. Yeah, yeah, it might be. There's um, a format from the Las Vegas Open Crew Frontline Gaming Crew out mm-hmm. east in the states that has like the tournament type of a. Uh, List yeah. so or a turn type mission so I suspect it to be like that, mm-hmm. which is good because they're more balanced than the ones in the book, mm-hmm. where like tactical objectives are part of it, and then you grab objective markers. Both players can grab first blood, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So oh. hopefully, it's not just like something stupid like kill points or something. Because yeah. I, I suck. <laughs> I kill Those all my paper airplane transports just dying. Yeah, yeah, kill yeah, points, yeah so. that's right. And I, end, I almost always end up losing a lot of units. I do a lot of damage, but mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so well, I didn't take the stimulant injector on my Riptide,
0: so there'll be a good two hundred and thirty points down the drain, it kill did. points if I don't have feel no pain. That's eh, good. Well, I mean, regardless, yeah. it's the only five what plus. But it, I mean, two up safe, five up ball six yeah. up, six
1: wounds. Yeah. Upgrade to a three up ball Like this stimulant injector is good. I've never actually played a Riptide without one. It gives, you don't know, feel no pain. I feel
0: pain like a lot of people, people take it regardless. But I think there are a lot of other really good options for the reptile. Yeah, uh, no. Jay, I'm proud of you. That, <laughs> I don't play a traditional tower. You're, you're being brave. Yeah. <laughs> um, and well,
1: I will be overcharging
0: charging that bastard every turn. Oh, yeah, as it's supposed to be overcharged.
1: charged. <laughs> yeah, uh, for the record tower is one of my most hated armies to play against. <laughs> yeah, you're playing with
0: it. <laughs>
1: yeah, but when we play we have a lot of fun. Yeah. You don't, I mean... Maybe in like two years, when you got 3,000 points, you can play whatever type of list you want with oh, yeah. like triple riptides or something. Well, I don't think
0: I'll ever do that. Yeah. But yeah. I, I've
1: played a triple riptide list. I'm cool. more of a fire warrior guy, man. I would yeah. love to
0: field a bunch of fire warriors with two ethereals and just fire massive Ooh. volleys at guys. Obviously, mm-hmm. you need your heavy support to be able to take out tanks. high armor tanks yeah. and stuff like that. But I love the idea of just having you know, four squadrons of Fire Warriors with two Ethereals in there, just fucking
1: yeah. giving everything so, at the enemy. Speaking of anti-tank, you've got us covered, right? Because I have I, dark Darklance. I believe I have
0: okay, us covered. I believe I have us covered. I mean, I, to be fair, with my new tower army coming back in, I haven't played against any, like, armor 14 or anything like that. Do
1: you have any strength 9 or 10?
0: Yeah, I believe with the Nova-charged, um, Lion can, I believe, it's strength nine. It
1: okay. might not even be. even they, we might face like knights, imperial knights. Yeah. Because they're legal in the tournament, and like wraith and I Because it'll be good. It'll be interesting. Yeah. So, no. Tune in fun. next time. Yeah. Tune yeah. So, uh, so next. Find out. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> next...
0: we got stroke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is the last episode. Of Wrong side <laughs> of the maelstrom. Jay and I are quitting. Turning YouTube for where we burn our armies. <laughs> and, uh, no. Never mind. Greater good to the end. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I think that's about it for the show. We're going to take a quick break and wrap it up. Yeah. man. So, anything else you want to talk about for the tournament? Well, I guess expectations. What are we
0: what like, are you looking forward to? We get to play three games.
1: Yeah. We'll win at least one. <laughs> that's, very, that's a very low <laughs> expectation. No, I think that's fair. But it I mean, might be the third game when we're at
0: the I bottom think, of the rankings. I think since since it's your first tournament, even though you've played a long time, and it's yeah. my first tournament since, like, ever, and I've just come back yeah. to the game, I think
1: we're going to be really out of our element. At the same time, it's a Highlander tournament which isn't a competitive format, so, like, people yeah. might be taking it easier. Like, yeah. I hope... It'd be so awful. We just show up as like gung ho to kick ass, and we end up taking the whole tournament. Everyone's <laughs> upset because you brought a rip well, tie. I don't know anything about
0: the store. I can't yeah. wait to go to Planet X. It seems that I when I called in the other week, these guys seem really really cool. Okay. It seem like they really want people to come in and, and enjoy the enjoy the store, enjoy the tournament. Cool. So I can't wait to play with these guys to see how people in Mississauga play. Because I'm sure some of these guys they don't come to Toronto to play all. The yeah, stuff. that's true. I'm sure we're playing a lot of guys that. Go to Planet oh X, God. a fair
1: amount. Okay, so quick side note. These uh, two brothers who slip in Windsor, I think they moved to Windsor, uh, Mississauga. Some will play them? Yeah, they <laughs> are like, so competitive. What do they play? Uh, they they Between them, they had a huge orc army. So they, sometimes we'd both play orcs. Like We did a couple of Team Apocalypse games against them. Mm-hmm. And the other guy played Tau, and he ran the triple Riptide list. Hmm. Well, we won't be able to take that in this. No, but like that, okay, that should give people and, an and, idea of how he plays. Yeah, yeah. so the other, the or, main or primary orc guy, the first game I played against, he was the guy with the stompa who like put it oh, in, yeah, in the Oh, yeah, you showed me photos of that. Apocalypse. Yeah, and all yeah. the, well, this wasn't Apocalypse, this was a Oh, bloody, it was just a regular. <laughs> it's a oh, fucking league game. Yeah, and, yeah, like, he put orcs like hiding the in the corner. I'm playing, my Blood Angels Army is very much like Deep Strike, Assault Squads, Drop Pod, uh, Dreadnoughts. So. Which is so faux pas, man. If you're playing. Orcs, forward march all the time. Mm. <laughs> anyway, like, great guys, like, so much fun to play against, but, like, I ended up dropping in Dreadnoughts and flaming all these open-hop transports and, like, roasting boys in their cans. Mm-hmm. That is actually, he told me later, it was the toughest, term, the toughest game he played the whole league. He ended up winning the league and I ended up coming in last place. So... <laughs> so that says something. I know. Yeah, I, like, there's some really good players in my yeah. Windsor club. Like, f- filthy fucking lists. Yeah. Like, yeah. But, yeah. So he ended up taking it. Uh, that's actually why I bought the Shadow Sword is because we got in a bit of an arms race. We played a lot of Apocalypse and yeah. he kept buying more Stompas, so I bought a Shadow Sword to take him out mm-hmm. and then he bought a third Stompa and I kind of just gave up. So. <laughs> um... But anyways, they recently moved to the... I think they moved to Mississauga. So, That'd yeah, they're man. there. We're not coming in first. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs>
0: If they come, if they show up, we're taken first. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, they're good guys. We should go out like, with drinks for them. Yeah. For with sure. our, go out for drinks with them afterwards. Yeah, uh, we'll try and take first. Right now. Yeah, if they're there, That's especially. It. One yeah. game. That's all one. Let's yeah. win well, one I want. Yeah, I think we knew one. <laughs> yeah all right man all right cool uh take a quick break and we'll wrap up the show all right we're back this is the first episode of wrong side of the maelstrom and we're just wrapping up the show jason thank you so much for being on the podcast no
0: thank you i can't i'm super excited that we've been doing this man i can't wait to do more
1: yeah, I've sort of been batting around the idea for a while. I used to do a uh, community radio in Windsor, but I had stopped doing that, so this is really plugging a gap for me. Mm-hmm. And uh, you really pushed me into getting this set up. Yeah, so. man,
0: you know more about 40K than anyone I know, man. Which so is, I do know a lot,
1: actually. gonna <laughs> 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 say that's not... Well. <laughs> well, maybe. I do yeah. play a
0: lot of 40K. <laughs> yeah, and I,
1: I used to read a lot of the books, not so much anymore, but like, I, I know the galaxy pretty well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And
0: you actually... Uh, You know a lot about the rules, man, which is going to lead into something that we want to talk about in future episodes. Yeah, so we
1: want to do a segment called Rules Lawyering. My God, I can't speak. Rules Lawyering. Lawyering, yeah. Well, you are in a paralegal, course. Yeah, so I'm studying to be a paralegal, which is like a lawyer, but with uh, limited fields of practice, so I can't do everything, but I can do a lot of things. And I also have a background in English, which is a lot of um, critical reading, so... Mm -hmm. Uh, we're going to be tackling rules questions, which either in our local metas or in the broader community are really complex. People can come down on different sides. Mm-hmm. And just really going through the rules step by step, looking at the exact wording.
0: Which, which is so great, too, because since I'm coming back to the game, there's so many rule changes from when I played the game yeah. before. Man, I have so many questions when I play. I try and get on top of the rules, but there's just so much. so So oh. many complicated rules that... I try and understand, but I don't maybe always get exactly yeah. that I'm going to question you on and yeah. man, you'll give me your interpretation and yeah. hopefully we can even get audience members to, yeah. to so, help out and have their opinions as well, right?
1: Yeah. So I haven't got it set up. I'm going to edit it in, but once we got uh, social media and an email and all that fun stuff, you guys can send us your rules questions or if you have a different interpretation of a rule we lawyered, then please let us know. We'll talk about it on air.
0: Yeah, man, if we ever lawyer to rule and you have an opinion otherwise, we'd love to come back and talk about it again and have your
1: interpretation part of it as well. Yeah, and hey, if you're local to Southern Ontario, uh, drop us a line. We're happy to get some games in. Yeah, man, I want to play as many games as I can. (laughs) I'm always looking for games in Windsor and uh, Jays in Toronto. GTA,
0: man, anywhere in the GTA. You want to play a game, drop me a line.
1: Yeah, for sure. So and you know if you if you're in Windsor and need to get a hold of the club, uh, go to itoysoldiers.com, That's all one word. Uh, sign up on the forums there and join the Greater Windsor Table Warriors. And uh, you don't have a local club yet, but there's there are multiple clubs stores. in Toronto, man. Yeah. I'm
0: I'm kind of like on Facebook a part of all of
1: them. Yeah. But I haven't
0: gone to a of them yet because I want to get that army painted and yeah and going before I actually go yeah. out there. And, and the stores in Toronto. Fantastic! All oh, amazing so. stores in Toronto. Yeah, Meeple so Mart,
1: Games Workshop, Young and Lawrence, Dooley yeah. Browns, amazing yeah. stores. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I'm, I play mostly at Brimstone Games in Windsor, which is a fantastic store. Very friendly staff, large selection. Yeah, great store. Yeah, um, but I've brainstormed a ton of topics for upcoming episodes. So hopefully, depending on how this tournament goes, there'll be more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it goes horribly, <laughs> you're not killing yourself. So. <laughs> The next episode might just be me and Jay, like, harden the Collingwood whiskey, crying our tears away, <laughs> swearing off wargaming in general. Uh, one thing we also want to do towards the end of uh, episodes is sort of like a games play, but for other games other than 40k. We're yeah. not going to do one tonight, but. So we're going to be talking about some of the other games we played. Like I'm gonna talk about my Edge of the Empire campaign, and, and we so. are trying to run a bit of
0: a Zombicide campaign right now yeah. too. Yeah. So maybe throwing a bit of that. If you don't like it, feel free to turn us off. Tell us to shut the fuck up. It's all good. Yeah, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> and uh, hopefully we get some fresh whiskey for next time. That's it. Need more whiskey? This yep. calling running a little dry. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is Ian. And this is Jason. And uh, we'll see you on the wrong side of the back. <laughs>